One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness, and you have found the Holderness Family Podcast. We are so happy you're here. Yeah, and we're happy to be here. We record these a lot of times when we've just got a little bit of time to be with each other. It's sort of our weird version of therapy being able to just turn everything else off and and be there for each other and that's what we're doing today. Yeah, and it is my very favorite thing we do. So thank you for subscribing and listening and all your support. We had just gone on the Instagram and said, "Hey, do you have any questions for us?" We were feeling like we just needed to put ourselves out there and see what you guys were thinking about and where you guys wanted to help lead this podcast. By the way, always open to guest suggestions, topic suggestions on this podcast because I feel like this is a tool for all of us to learn how to live life a little better, to adult a little better. So, we got hundreds and hundreds, which is very flattering, and so many that we have broken them up into topics four categories and right? we are going to have a lot of and some great ideas for future podcasts so stay yeah. tuned so here's like here's by the way here's the topics that we're going to break them up into we had just kind of a general questions one with great questions my favorite one from the general questions one which we won't answer today is from Darlington Abigail who asked what's your deal What's your deal? Honestly, <laughs> it's a great question. Great question. And we're going to get to that in a later week. We've got. Why, we can't answer that now. You Wait. know what? Let's give him a bonus answer. <laughs> bonus answer. Here's my deal, Abigail. I am a little bit hyperactive. I love life. I uh, I'm a little hard to to lasso in sometimes. I like writing music. I like playing music. I like uh, watching basketball, and uh, I really like my wife. That's my deal. What's uh, your deal, Kim? My deal. I am. It's so funny. I saw this TikTok, and I'm going to try to get it word for word. I, I I'm a lazy perfectionist mm-hmm. that borders on anxiousness, but and yes, and also tries to find joy in everyday things. So I say lazy perfectionist because I want my surroundings and things around me to be perfect. But I'm also not really willing at this stage of my life to put in the effort to get it there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm feeling like right now. So yeah. my, that's my deal right now. Oh my gosh. Last night, your deal oh was gosh. so last night, Kim's deal, she just didn't want 
she didn't want to do anything, but she wanted to do something. I know. She wanted, and she didn't want anything that anybody else was doing to be what she was doing. She, <sighs> she actually looked at me last night because she was so tired. And we could talk about this as well. Like, this has been kind of an overwhelming couple of weeks for us, mm-hmm. right? So she, she had her hand on her temples. And I talked to Penn Charles about turning on a basketball game. You know, because we were done with dinner. We'd done all the dishes. Like, let's watch a basketball game with my son. Let's co-watch. And so Kim looks at me and she goes, so what are you going to do? You're going to watch the basketball game? Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept, Ben Charles and I just started laughing. We we're like, what was that? Like, what do you want to uh, do? She's like, I don't know, but I know it's not that. <laughs> okay. So do you ever, you guys, we're going to get to your questions in a second. Yeah. But do you ever, I have a question for you, dear listener. Do you ever get in those moods that I, I'm there. There's, I think the word Adam Grant came up with and he wrote this whole New York times thing about called like a languishing, but it's just, if you had said, Hey Kim, you could teleport right now to a sun shining beach with a fruity cocktail. I would have been like, I guess, sure. That sounds great. Or if you would have said like teleport to Paris and you could be eating like a baguette and drinking a bottle of wine. I've been like, yeah, like there was nothing that I overwhelmingly wanted to do in that moment. I kind of just wanted to be on my couch and I just, but I, but not really like in that moment, I just felt antsy in my own skin. And so I just decided that I needed to put myself to bed at eight o'clock because I was, I was doing more harm than good to the people around me. You guys were really funny and you handled it well. And then I started laughing (laughs) because I realized the ridiculousness of it, but like nothing, anybody, everything, everybody else was doing was annoying me. I was annoying myself. (laughs) I was terrible. I'm like, I'm going to exit this situation. So I don't create harm. Well, don't you think it's, it's healthy to have at least some humor when it comes to that? Like we weren't poking fun at you. But it was, you know, it, it was a moment where rather than escalating, sometimes laughing is okay. No, it was the only way to deal with it. And I, I mean, I, you needed to laugh at me at that moment. Cause I was like, <laughs> but if you had asked me what I wanted to watch, I would have been like, well, well, you would pull the, I don't know, like, uh, I don't want to choose you guys choose. And, and then we then, would choose and you would go, no. And no. you, I think you were really sweet and gave me a lot of grace because this is, first of all, with everything happening in Ukraine, it is impossible not to absorb the images we're seeing. It's impossible not to feel helpless. I mean, we've donated to the places we see, but still that's like you're sending off this electronic money into a void, which I'm, I know is going to be put to use. And it's it's great, but you just want to wrap these people and these families and just save them from this. So I think there's a bit of that, that the fatigue that everyone's feeling. And then I'm trying hard to still feel joy in the life experience we just had, which is, which is incredible. Right. This incredible experience. We just won the amazing race. And it's something we had worked really hard for. And we got to celebrate with our friends and we made lifelong friends. And we're still doing, by the way, amazing race podcasts with, different people you can check those out on thursdays well while supplies last but you nailed it when you said kim we've been on high alert for so long because of this tv show either shooting it 
we shoot we ended up the finale shot october 6th so we were kind of clenching that entire time and then it started airing in january so every week we were just like on high alert of like what are they going to put in there what are they not going to put in there what you know how are they going to you know what is it going to look like they were very gracious i mean i don't think we gave them anything that they could edit to possibly be bad but you know you're on high alert and i thought at first i was like is this something that's unique to my wife because the first couple of weeks i noticed it with you and then it started happening to me Mm. and i realized that just it it is there's something about watching the show after you've been on it that puts you emotionally back in that space and it doesn't matter how put together or not put together you are it just happens and when we talked to the rest of the cast members they were all dealing with this exact same thing Mm -hmm. um and i i bet you they're all pretty tired too I mean, look, I'm not complaining. We won the amazing race. We won some good money. We I'm, I'm so thrilled with the outcome, but it, like the, the other side, I'm curious because we haven't talked to them too much in the last few days. I wonder if some of them are having the same kind of like physical and emotional crash back into whatever the reality of our real lives are, because I'm feeling it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe in a different way from you, but our productivity this week was poor. There were some other reasons why my dad went back to the yeah. hospital. You know, we're, we're having these tough conversations about transitioning into a different type of care, like comfort care for him, which is, whew, that was a lot like that. Yeah. That took like four days out of me. But this this week we haven't done. This is the most productive thing we've done all week is yeah, sitting in front of a microphone. And we knew we wanted, you know, so we didn't shoot a new video this week, which is rare because normally 52 weeks out of the year, we're shooting at least two or three videos. But we knew enough to give ourselves some grace and say, you know, let's just take a break. Yeah. And, and listen, nobody's going to die if we don't shoot a video. But I will say, yeah, you know what? You spent the night in the hospital. I, I didn't do as much time with your dad in the hospital but I, I was there a little bit you know and your brother and sister-in-law obviously are they are so good but it's still the emotional weight of that was a lot yeah. for you and for i mean for us for our family so you know what let's do something you and i talked about this beforehand and we had plans on doing one category and i think you wanted to do what the marriage one or the parenting one yeah. like a specific one i think for this week the conversation that we just had and we're just in in the need to just kind of just kind of get back going. Why don't we go with like, there's some kind of fun, quirky general questions. Why don't we do the general questions? So, so is we're not going so deep? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, we're, we've already answered Sherry Corkum, the first question on here. I love Sherry. Sherry asked, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Which I think a lot of people just assume that we're doing amazing, right? And mm-hmm. so I think we're already actively answering that question that the, the how are you doing is actually a very thoughtful question to ask somebody right now. And she, like Sherry's us. a good friend. Yeah. I will say... We got home from watching The Amazing Race and immediately our dog got our sheets and comforter or like duvet covered dirty. So I had to strip the sheets and then our washer overfilled. And so like life doesn't like zero part of our life has changed. Sunny didn't get the memo that we won The Amazing Race. I know. Trying to tell her she's unaware. She doesn't doesn't care. And then your dad went to the hospital. So life didn't change uh, for that. Uh, There is and we will be talking about this in the future. There was a I would say. 25% 25% of the questions were, what are you going to do with the money? We are going to have, we, we will be talking about that, but I will say 40% goes to the government, 30% we are sharing. So that leaves <laughs> less, still, well, still, less yeah. but still like our kids college, if we invest right. it now will be covered. And that was, that was the initial feeling that we had 
from even like before the race started, right. that, that would be what we would do with it. Right. So, yeah. so we will, we'll talk more about that, but that, yeah, I, I'm going to afford to be able to get my car fixed because Penn backed into it by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Super aware of that. and then the kids go to college. So yep. that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, couch leg is broken. We're not getting a new couch. We're fixing the couch. All right. Okay. Silver curly underscore mom. What are your dream jobs? Ooh. I think it's this. So I wanted to say that because I do love, 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 love this job. There's only one job I would rather have than this. You'd rather be an astronaut. I would rather be an astronaut. Yeah. I get motion sickness now, so I don't think, I think that ship has sailed. And your vision is crap. My vision is horrible. (laughs) I would not fit into the launch device. Is there a height limit? I just see them getting all strapped in and it just looks, it, be very it reminds me of that like one roller coaster at Disney that's like meant for a six-year-old that They're basically wrecked my knees forever. So maybe it's this, for so long it was being an astronaut. Like I want to go into space. I want to um, see the earth beneath me and realize how small and insignificant I am. For some reason that gives me like such a rush. And then your only other dream job I could think of would, for you was would, would be the uh, Napa Valley Jam store, right? Isn't that one I, of your dream it, jobs? You know, and I was thinking about this this morning because I was thinking, you know, um, I don't know that The Amazing Race, and I promise we'll stop talking about it, but it was impactful in a lot of ways. But it showed me at least that I have this really, this mental bucket list and I'm kind of waiting for the moment to where, oh, I'm retired. I'm no longer working. The kids are gone. Now we can attack this bucket list, but I should be attacking it now because we are younger, youngish and healthy. Like we should be attacking bucket list now. There are so many things I want to do, but realistically, even if we didn't have full-time jobs and kids that needed to go places, I wouldn't get to do everything before it was my time to go meet Jesus and issues with your dad kind of brought this to my forefront. Like he lived such a very, very full life. And now it's, he's not capable of doing a lot, you know, or even noticing it. So what can we do now to kind of live our dreams, retire as we go? And I use, I'm just like trying to enjoy life more, but also that comes with, I want to open a jam store in Napa. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to have a bookstore in a tiny town where everybody drinks coffee, can, but realistically, yeah. I'm not going to get to that. And that's very sad. Can you tell them the name that I came up with for your jelly store? I don't remember. It was going to be, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> uh, it would be a jelly and jam store, like on a roadside, by on the way, roadside, like, not, yeah. not in like fancy Napa, but like you want a roadside, like on the way, on the way and just sell like yeah. really good crusty bread and jam. And I don't, right. yeah, but I've, I, there's a thousand different lifetimes that I want to live. Like part of me wants to like have a farm with chickens and then the other part of me wants to live in Paris. So I, I'm just not going to get to it all. And it's no. really overwhelming. I didn't realize that that dream job would be an overwhelming question for you. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I even, <laughs> my friend Monica, who does, you know, like all these like home makeovers and she's on Kelly and Ryan all the time. And I had told her at one point, I'm like, oh God, I want to start a cooking blog. I just love these. I love these. I love to cook. I'm not good at it, but I'm not good enough to start a cooking blog. And she, and she, her language around this was really good. She goes, I've discovered I'm the type of person who, I, she was, I want to be the type of person who has a cooking blog or a baking blog, but I'm not. 
So I realized that I, I, I just want to be that type of person, but that's not going to happen. I'm like, oh, you're right. So like, I want to be the type of person that has backyard chickens, but I'm not that type of person. No, you would hate that. I, I would, would grow you up. And, they would wake me up. Yeah. They're kind of messy. You're not a backyard chick. I can tell you that right now. But I want to be that type of person. Right. But I'm not. And okay. this was a really simple question that somebody asked. Yeah. Somebody You're still dreamed <laughs> So, you guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think my dream job is this because I love this sense of accomplishment of creating something out of nothing. I love the connection that this creates. Penn is so bored right now. But I love the write the, I would love to write the blogs and I love to do the podcast because I think we get the most thoughtful responses and I feel a good connection and I'm giving him the middle finger right now. Okay, go. Why are you giving me the middle finger? Because you don't like my answer. I, I loved it when it started. It was that was a good I mean, honestly, it's a good answer. Let's maybe this will be a quicker one. Let's see. Uh, Lynn, Lynn's parent, car rides. Do you do music or podcasts? Podcast. Yeah, I, I do too. Like when I'm by myself, for sure, podcasts. We have different podcasts we listen to. But when we're together, we if we're going on a long trip, we do a, um, we do a DJ game where we have the Apple music up mm-hmm. and I pick a song and then she has to pick a song that has one of the same words as that song. And we did mm-hmm. that all the way to Charleston, right? It was mm-hmm. like a four hour drive and that was fun. We're coming right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. 
Okay, Miss Kylie, <laughs> do you really need all those perfect sleeping conditions depicted in your 20s versus 40s video? Yeah. So I need a total darkness. I need uh, like a little white noise. I need at least, I mean, two pillows is good. Three is better. Yeah, totally. There's other stuff too. So you have like a brown noise thing or a, sorry, brown noise is different. Like white noise or what's it it's, called? It's it's a white noise app, but brown is the right. color. If there's a light on and it's just the underneath the door mm-hmm. sliver, that's no good. If I leave the bathroom door open and there's a shadow from the street light outside, that's no good. And it, like, look, I have my own quirks as well. I happen to be a heavy sleeper. I also happen to snore. So we have an available bed if things aren't working out well that I just head down the, <laughs> I just head down the way. I know I will. Up, he he stayed up really late to watch basketball last night, and I woke up this morning about five forty-five, which is when I typically wake up. And it was like yawning, stretching. The birds were chirping. I was like, "Wow, Penn didn't snore last night." And I was like, "Oh, he's not here." I <laughs> uh, love you. So yeah, we sometimes sleep in different beds, and it's great. Um, you go. Okay. Um, well, I, I like asking you questions. No, um, we can yeah. because because I, I'm because I'm curious. I'm learning a lot about you on mm-hmm. this on this podcast. So super Adian Nature asks. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? That's a big debate right now on TikTok. I had no idea. It's a huge debate. What, what's the meaning of it? Is it um, something? No, somebody asked the question of like, are there more doors or wheels? And there's debate. I mean, in a car, it's a tie unless you're dealing with a like a two door. But then you think about wheels. Are we talking about, because one of my favorite TikTok follows, Hank Green said, he just showed all the wheels in his house for Lego toys and, you know. Right. But also your house doesn't have wheels and there's doors in your house. Like I know. But think but think in this house how many Lego wheels there are. I feel like fewer than doors. No, we have a lot of Lego. Do you think we, I mean, because we have probably 30 doors in this house. I know. Well, this is, we're going to put it out to the audience. What do you guys think? It's a huge debate. Oh, man. I mean, I, I guess there's going to be little places where you can find wheels. That's yeah. a good point. Okay. Somebody said, Michelle Younghouse, we miss Lola. Is she okay? <laughs> you know what? And I, I was kind of aggregating this. There were three of those questions. Really? About Lola. Well, listen, Lola is a very charming young woman. And she, she jumps off the video when she is there. And she's got a great kind of dry sense of humor that she, I think, has gleaned from both of us. The short answer, and I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Kim elaborate, is Lola's in high school. And she is okay. I think she's doing great. She's doing great. Honestly, I, I'm so excited for her. So she plays tennis pretty competitively, but then just decided, and I, it fills me with so much joy. To see, she's like, I think I want to join the track team. And Penn and I were looking at her like, the what? What? Okay. And so she joined the track team. And it's just the coolest thing because I, I love it because I was fearing that tennis was becoming her whole identity so that if she didn't do well, it would, you know, anyway, she's just, I want to be her when I grow up. She is so, she knows herself so well. And I have to say, even we went to the finale party in Miami and there's all these photographers wanting to take her picture on the red carpet. And she did. And I asked her, I'm like, do you want to? And she said, oh, yeah. And then she finished. She goes, I don't think that's the type of she's like, I don't really enjoy that. I don't think I'm the red carpet type of person. I was like, good for you for knowing that. I don't think I am either. And she's 15 and can say it out loud. But I will. We drop her off at school. I dropped her off at 730 today and I won't see her because of sports until probably 730 at night tonight. And then she does homework. So the parents of little babies kind of, you know, 
take that afternoon and evening time and cherish it because it is in high school non-existent. Like we just don't. And see she a doesn't lot even have a car yet. And she doesn't have a car Apparently, yet. Apparently, once they get a car, it's just like it was nice seeing you. I'll oh, see you. I already told her she's not going to really get a car. She's going to share a family car. Yeah. All right, here's uh, here's some more. J Water Eleven. How you guys feeling about COVID? Still concerned over it? No judgment. Just curious. It's interesting. We are big followers of science over here. Yeah. If you followed this podcast, they told us to stay home. We stayed home. They told us to wear a mask. We wore a mask. We got vaxxed. We got boosted. I mean, you do you and you can turn off this podcast that I, if that offends you, but we followed science. and we Science did, has been pretty chill right now. Yes. Science has chilled out a bit. Yeah. So we... Um, we did the thing even over the holidays. We had holiday plans and Omicron was going crazy and we canceled some plans because we wanted to be safe. But then now they're saying, they're telling us that 90% of the people don't need to wear a mask anymore. And so in in the state of North Carolina where we are, they had a mask mandate for a real long time, which we followed and agreed with. Right. In our city, in the city of Raleigh, they had a mask mandate, up, I think until last week indoors yeah it, it was lifted on friday yeah so uh we you know we worked out we went to the gym we wore a mask and it was fine because we were following the rules of the rules of our town i hated it but it was like it was fine you did but it. I, like we're, yeah working out with asthma with a mask was very difficult but we got through it right it didn't affect our productivity right and so now they're saying we don't have to and you know it's funny one of our children because mask came op- optional at school one of our children and i don't need to said and I think it would surprise you who it was like, thank God took it off. And one of our children is still wants to wear it. And so that one child is still wearing it. One is not. And I was like, that's your choice. So we have one child that just it's I feel like it's like a security blanket a little bit and we'll still wear it. Penn and I went to have indoor like we went to pizza yesterday yeah. and we walked in without a mask. And it was really weird, but we did it because they're saying we don't have to. Yeah, so I, I just want to add one thing onto that. Personally, how I'm feeling about it, I am a big fan of science. We have been following science. Even though science is telling us in some places that things are okay, there's like three or four places where I just don't feel comfortable without a mask on. And I think that's, I think I'm going to take that with me forever. I don't, I don't like being in an elevator without a mask anymore. <laughs> I don't like being in a public restroom without a mask anymore. Yeah. And I don't like being on an airplane without a mask anymore. Yeah. It feels every single one of them feels just a little bit unsafe, like untethered to something. The rest of it, I I quickly adjusted back to my older habits. I understand that there are still risks involved, but it's not just science that we follow. It's data and or data, however you want to pronounce it. The data right now is showing that we we appear to be in a, in a safer place in this world right now. Yeah. And a lot of it is because I think some people and some leaders did did choose to follow science. And so Well, and so and if they tell us that we need to put the mask back on, I will and I won't yeah. complain and and so but I'm trying to do the thing the practice what we preach which which was listen to science and then yeah. if science says we're good, but we are also very respectful of people who choose to to still do that. You know, it's so funny. I haven't been to Target or to a grocery store since, you think you're going to want to wear a mask? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They, I'm, just keep like a mental list of places where you're just going to keep wearing one. And my one advice to people, and I don't want to get preachy about this, but I think let people keep wearing masks. Yeah. Like my, my son, uh, at one point I was like, dude, you can take that off. And then I realized, no, he can do whatever he wants to. I was just trying to keep it. I was trying to not tell them which kid wanted the mask. Oh, whoops. Which, no, PC wants the mask. He wants, he still wants the mask. And so he feels <laughs> safer with that. And he wants to play, you know, he plays basketball and he still wears it. And- Hey, that's fine. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> is Penn's name short for something? Oh, this is going to be easy. This is like, honestly, like this was a, like a pickup line. If girls ask me, it's short for Penn. Did that pickup line no, work? No, of course it didn't work. I, yeah, I would have, I would have advised against using that. I mean, I'm not really in the market anymore, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, how do you, these will be quick ones. How do you take your coffee? Blick. Yep. Uh, I am, uh, I'm with a little bit of almond milk or with a little bit of oat milk, if I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. Favorite things to do when not working. This is from Heatherly Place. I want to start a series called Hobby Hunting or Kim Gets a <laughs> Life or something like that because it has come to my attention that I have no hobbies and I have no life. And I'm actually okay with it, which is a problem. I think you have a hobby of hunting for hobbies. Which could be its own hobby. Yeah, you're like a dabbler. Yeah, well, I love, I, I do love to exercise. So I do work out every day um, in some form. I mean, not into, I mean, I PC and I went on a run this morning. I'll go for a walk. We'll go to the gym. So if working, working out is a boring hobby, but it, I work out. And uh, watch pimple popping videos on TikTok. Yep. What about you? Uh, paddle sports, tennis, and pickleball. Paddle Easy. sports. Um, Who says paddle sports? Well, just because I uh, okay. If if I could learn, there's something called paddle ball, which is like in in this like crazy enclosed cage. But I think you have to be really bougie to like have access to a court. I really want to play that too. I just love all paddle sports. So I yeah. think I I really every time I play pickleball I enjoy it. We did play pickleball the last time I played was after Christmas and um, played with a very dear friend and that person the person she was playing with was very competitive and <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not enjoy that as much. Yeah, you got to find your crew. It's yeah, I need it. to find people who uh, want to be better, but also okay if you're not. I think all of my things that I like doing because of work are guided by the social side of it too, because all of like my tennis and my pickleball, it's, it comes with like a group of friends who I really like. That's the real reason why I like it. I think honestly, if we live somewhere else with a different group of friends and I didn't like that group of friends, I don't think I would do the same. I don't think I would play it as much. Tribal Council blog, which does a lot of the reality show recaps and stuff like that, asked, buying a home, what's the most valuable room to consider and invest in first? Kitchen. You think? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's where everybody ends up. Have you guys ever thrown a party and you put all these like snacks and great things in the living room over by the TV and you put some like a little nook by the breakfast room and everybody walks into the kitchen? It's interesting. We bought this house six years ago and the, the, it was already kind of under construction by the builder. So we didn't get a bunch of say we, we redid the interior a little bit to make some adjustments, but not a lot. And, but the architect who we never even met, I mean, they, they'd already had this design. The bedrooms actually in this house are not big. They are smaller than our old house. And the, the theory was that it pushes people out into common areas. Uh, so our children's bedrooms are not big. Our bedroom's not huge at all. No. But it's good because then we spend time in the living room. We have this sort of family room on the second floor and it's good. So I would, I actually really enjoy that. Uh, Lola has a friend who has a, a suite, a bedroom suite. So it's a bedroom plus this hidden door study and this huge walk-in closet. 
And, you know, Lola gets so jealous talking about it. But I was like, I would never see her. For as good of a relationship as we have, we're very close. Think about it. She disappears in there to do homework and then she just doesn't come out. I mean, if you have a kitchenette in your room, you're never coming out. So I like that their rooms are smaller. So that's just my advice. Just don't, don't, you know. That's good advice. Go over the top for big bedrooms. It, I mean, it's funny because you're right. We didn't really have a lot of say so. But I agree with you that it's it's a nice side effect. I had a tiny room growing up and I was never in my room. Right. And, and I think that makes a, you know, if, if you have a, a room that's got everything. And we have, you know, I think our house, we, it's interesting because now we use it as a production. We, we use it to produce videos in a way that we didn't when we first moved in here. We didn't do as many videos. So in hindsight, perhaps we should have gone for a different layout, but it's working and we're certainly not going to move now and we can't afford to move. Everyone's if, terrified to move. Cause if, if, if we move, like you'd be like, Oh, look at this check. Oh wait, where are we going to go? Right. If we couldn't stay in our neighborhood right. Uh, right now. So we were talking about it because we don't have room. We have a very narrow driveway, hence Penn accidentally running into my car. And if Lola starts driving, do we get her a car? And we've decided Penn and I are probably going to go down to just one car and then Lola will take a car. But that means Lola's like, do I get to decorate the car? I'm like, decorate? No, you don't get to decorate a car. And it'll just be, I'm like, it'll be my car that you use mostly. Right. I threw that out as a, as a suggestion like two days ago. I didn't know that I love you, it. You, have, you have settled on it. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Because okay. what a third car is so wasteful. If we need, we have an electric bike or we call yeah. Uber. Yeah. And, or like if we need a ride, I mean, if we need something, we'll rent a car. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I'm all in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's some like fun ones here. So, uh, Carabella 2019 said, my eight year old would like to know what Penn sees when he sees a rainbow. Because you're colorblind. Uh, I get, I suppose. Um, or maybe he's asking just because, you know, everyone has their own opinions when they see a rainbow. Mm -hmm. I, when I see a rainbow, first of all, I don't, I, th I think everyone's like this. You don't actually see the delineation of the colors like you do in a piece of art, right? It's mm -hmm. just a, it's a slow transition from red to orange, to yellow, to violet. It's just like a, right. Mm -hmm. You don't see lines. This is a stupid question, right? Do you see lines? Like no, there's not, there, I, I see each color, but it's not like, it's not like a cartoon rainbow. That's interesting. Cause I don't see each, any individual color because when I look at it, I, I see the relation between the color next to it and the color on the other side. So I just, I just see like a constant transition. I, by the way, I love rainbows and get super pumped when I see a rainbow. Um, if you want to look up on YouTube, a video called double complete rainbow, there's this guy who finds a double complete rainbow, like out on the West coast. And he gets so excited. He I think starts he was crying. a little high. I don't care. But I, it was I, joy. Love, I love his joy. And I have a little bit. The reason I love that video is I have a little bit of that joy. Like I have to be careful if I see one when driving, cause I would get in a wreck cause I want to scream at the top of my lungs. What does this mean? Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. Uh, so that's, that's the answer to I think that's what, and I, I'm striving to find that joy. I mean, I think that man found maybe a little. Too much joy? He probably was served a little too much joy, but i that's the sort of joy I'm looking for in the old daily life. Karen, what is your favorite place you've ever lived? If you could live anywhere, where would you live? So I think that's two separate questions. Yes. Uh, my favorite place I've ever lived was New York City. Mm. It was logistically 
almost impossible for us to stay there. Yeah. It was already logistically hard for us to stay there in the first place. We got there because of uh, a rent abatement in Tribeca a few years after 9-11, where we could live like in the city, because mm-hmm. in the city is really cool, uh, in, a, in a really nice, safe neighborhood that just happened to be 45% off on rent because the government was trying to encourage people to move back to like super downtown Manhattan near where Ground Zero was. And then we had to, you know, we had a baby and we were in a studio apartment and there was no way we could live there anymore. I had a very easy job when we lived there because ESPN was basically paying me not to work because I suck so bad. So you did not suck. They sucked. I don't. Well, here's the thing. I, I will say this. They wanted something specific. They wanted like a cookie cutter ESPN guy. And I suppose I could have been more malleable and been that way for them, but it just didn't feel right. So I was myself. And myself wasn't what they were looking for. And I <laughs> Good just, luck finding a DJ okay. who can move <laughs> and shake like this. I kind of was like that. I do look back and I have I have very, very minuscule regrets that I've just always wanted to, to be a good employee. But I was incapable of, of fitting that mold. When they originally hired me, they wanted me to be myself. And when they restructured and I went from ABC Sports to ESPN, they wanted something very specific. And I just wasn't that person. I have to say that was... We had just gotten married. It was like the week after we got back from our honeymoon. Like we, during the wedding, your agent came to our wedding and he said, he's like, we're negotiating with ABC Sports. And ABC Sports for Penn Holderness was the dream job. And he was supposed to be the- Video essayist. He was supposed to do like just what he does now, but for sports and make just funny, goofy sports videos. And so I remember we got the call from your agent and they said, and it was a, it was a good paycheck. I mean, we weren't going to retire off of it. And I looked at you and I, I was, I remember jumping up and down and being so happy for you. I remember exactly where we were standing. We were like on the, we were at the upstairs part of our apartment. I was like, this is it. Like, this is your dream job. This is it. And like to be, we were just married and I was so happy for you. I was so happy for us. And then within six months, ABC Sports got like swallowed by ESPN. Right. And then ESPN called and they're like, okay, if if we can, and they just stopped calling you. So the, yeah. they, they were paying you. Well, but it you wasn't what they were looking for. Yeah. So they just stopped calling. So you got a paycheck, which in theory is great, but you want to work. Yeah. So there was like an ego hit that they weren't calling. Oh, that was brutal. I, I would, that that's another regret that I have. Like, I wish I could have just tried but they i mean i think they quickly saw like this is not what we want this is not fitting the mold that we want and you could even see it in the programming they just had a very specific type of person and i just wasn't it and they brought you up to connecticut and i think they said i think they offered you something like didn't they it was like half the half it wasn't the half we didn't even get to the contract they were going to rip it up and sign a new one and i think it was going to be somewhat comparable but certainly not more like not going in the right direction. But most importantly, they wanted me to work uh, overnights in Bristol. And my Florida wife had already been sweet enough to move up to New York City, which was already a bit chilly for her. You know, that was the main drawback for you living in New York, really, was the weather and the wind and just kind of the seasonal affective disorder that yeah. that was kind of creeping in. And so Bristol just didn't, didn't seem like the right answer. And it was, it, I would have done it if it were your dream job. If yeah. it were your well, dream job. it was job. my dream job. It just stopped being it. It was it's, weird. Yeah, but, but no, but if the ESPN situation was, if you're like, baby, this is it, I absolutely, I would have packed my bags yeah. and gone. But um, but it was really sad. And I think, 
it, but we learned a lot. I mean, I was pregnant with Lola and then your contract was expiring. You didn't have stuff. My and... contract expired while Lola was born. Remember yeah. I was, cause I was working, I was doing a double shift. I was working for major league gaming, doing play by play for halo two tournaments. Yeah. And I was doing a morning cell phone sports cast for sprint or for one of the carriers. I can't remember which one where I was there for an hour. And so it got to the point where if I could get in and out quickly enough, I could bring my infant with me in a car seat. And while I was doing sports in this giant cavernous studio on this desk, I would have my baby would be about five feet away from me, like sleeping. We didn't have to bring her too many times because you were doing it early enough that, that I could get I, back before you, you went to you, Inside Edition. Yeah. But there were a couple of times where I had to do it. And yeah, if I were traveling, you'd have to bring her with you. Yeah, me and Michelle Beadle. It was and who Michelle's doing great now. She's, she's like, doing great. She's like one of the biggest names in sports right I now. I love following a, her. Yeah, that was a really tough time, and that's why, you know, we met Raquel and Kayla on the Amazing Race, and they're like, like that. That was like our age, like that thirties, and it was, and it's so so tough for them. They're going through some stuff right now with their jobs and everything, and I would, I just remember how hard that time was. And I'm glad we, and looking back, I'm glad we had it because it makes us appreciate and save our money. It yeah. makes us, so I'm so forever thankful that we live in a time in which we can talk into microphones and somehow create and do it on our own. Because even if you had wanted to back then in 2005, if you wanted to create your own content, Video editing wasn't easy. Owning a website was so expensive. Like learning how to create contact back then by yourself was nearly impossible. Yeah. So. Well, and so the question was, if you could live anywhere. Oh my God, and we uh, just yeah, spiraled. The, the, the question was, what was your favorite place you could live and if you could live anywhere? So New York is my was my favorite I've lived. If I could live anywhere, I would live in Manhattan Beach, California. But uh, that would need to, the government would need to remove all taxes. <laughs> from the world but i just like I, I have some friends who live there and it just feels like so chill when when you're there it's just we're not in that tax bracket yet but i do i, I would live that's where yeah. i would live well and it's what gorgeous because they pay so many taxes so of course. it's a double-edged sword i would say my most favorite place i've lived i lived on you know i lived in south florida for about a year and a half as a news reporter yeah i that was before I met you, so that's bad, but I worked night side, so I went to the beach and swam every day. And the in South Florida, you know, the, they're like, where the tropics began, the water was so blue, and I could see fish every day, and I sw did open water swims every day. So I think I need to be near an ocean I can swim in. So that was my favorite place. So mm -hmm. either somewhere in Florida, although Florida politics right now I'd like to avoid. And then where would I, yeah, so I wouldn't live in Florida right now. I love the California vibe. I think Manhattan Beach is too people-y for me right now, yeah. but somewhere in the somewhere in California. Okay. Yeah. All right, lightning round. We're gonna do. We've got five minutes left. We're gonna ask a bunch of questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? pigeon. That is from Harcarius Rex. No. Me neither. I don't know. I, I don't even know why they're asking. I'm gonna Google it right now. Maybe it's really cute. Yeah. Do frogs have ears, Laura yeah. Broad? Yeah. They have to, right? Yeah. I mean, we why don't do they, see them. Yeah. I think they're just like, 
I the, saw this thing on I saw this thing on the internet with somebody lifted it up and showed like a duck's ears. It's real weird. It's just like holes in the side of their head. It's real disturbing. Anyway. Okay. Um. Okay. I love this. L. Pressman is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, Laura. I have, this is a hill I'm gonna die on. It's no. a sandwich. No. A thousand. It's meat and bread. It's That's, a sandwich. Well, but it's not meat and bread. It's it's meat. On a thing that's connected to itself. A sandwich has to have two separate pieces of, of bread to go on both sides of it. That's my belief. Okay. I don't think a gyro is a sandwich. I don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. I think an Oreo is a sandwich cookie. Okay. Because I, it meets that criteria. This is not a hill I'm going to die okay, on. Okay, let's move on. Uh, why are you so cute? That's from your mom, mom. Kim. Um, I'm 45, almost 46, and my mom thinks I'm cute. I love her. Do you uh, do you think fish in a fish tank feel claustrophobic? That's from, from Lulu and Lala. Yeah, who we're about to talk to. Yeah. Um. So funny, funny question. Like Kim and I got a fish and we put it in. We thought it would be cute to put it in a like a vase, a flower vase, because that's like a trendy thing to do. And it died after like three weeks. And There's I think it's. I feel like we didn't give it enough room to swim around. So I yes, feel, I do. Yes, I yes. I'm Last right. question: Will you ever go out on tour? Sure, but like, but would you want to see that? Yeah, that's what like we keep, I mean, people keep asking us. I'm like, yeah, we'll do it. Like, will, but will you, you do it? Will like, you like, show and, up? And what would we do up there? I mean, you can sing. I can't do much. You can. I'll tell you this: when we did our podcast bit um, that we did live, I think. Uh, the expectation was Penn's going to just like keep it going with the music, but really your humor was better than the music. Like you were so funny live. You're you, right. You got more zingers than, than right. anybody. My music was like, Oh, here's the music. Okay. Let's here it is again. I just feel like people, I mean, unless I write something like brand new, can't they just see my music on the internet? So that's like, the I, question that's for I'm, you. If yeah. we went on tour, would you guys come see us? Yeah. Um, okay, we need to, um, we're going to wrap it up because we're going to talk to Lulu and Lala. Okay. And guys, I hope, we were trying to lighten things up because we started real dark. I hope this was uh, interesting. Do you care? And it's like so, I feel like such an egomaniac. Like, do you have questions for us? But, oh my gosh, and I also see about a thousand other questions that I wanted to answer and we didn't get to. But We have more time. We have, we can do this again. Yes. Okay. Okay, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, babe. I am so down with your jelly and jam store. Let's I don't think you're going. ready for this jelly. Let's get it started. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Okay, bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.